A friend and I were discussing the Olympics soon after the closing ceremony. I remarked that I loved seeing people achieving the goals they had strived for their entire lives and performing at the top of their games. She, on the other hand, said she didn't like how competitive it was, with constant reminders of how many medals each country had won. It's the Olympics! I blurted out in disbelief. They're supposed to be competitive. A few days later, I was playing online Scrabble and my opponent got two bingos in a row. A bingo is when you use all your letters to get bonus points, which is somewhat unusual at my level of play. The person typed, I'm sorry. I immediately typed back, may I ask if you're a man or a woman? The reply did surprise me. Of course it was a woman. I've never had a man apologize for legitimately gaining an advantage. Many women, especially those who grew up in the 1960s and 1970s, never had the opportunity to participate in competitive sports. Until relatively recently, few of us served in the armed forces, attended military academies, or participated in other activities that required us to play to win. As a result, we don't know how to play the game, let alone play within bounds, but at the edge which will be explored further a little later, and play to win without feeling apologetic or guilty. Worse yet, many women view the whole idea of the game of business as something unpleasant, dirty, and to be avoided at all costs. Let's start with the most important lesson. Business is a game, and you can win it. As a matter of fact, women are born to win this game. I spend half of my time working with men, teaching them to be more like women. Of course, I don't put it quite that way, or I would be out of business. I coined the term feminization of leadership to describe the ways in which today's workforce responds more positively to stereotypically feminine behaviors than to masculine ones. I talk to men about the importance of things like listening, collaborating, motivating, and seeing the human side of their staff. These factors contribute to what's known as EQ, or emotional quotient, and EQ is for workplace success. On top of that, it's been shown that women exceed men in four out of five EQ factors, including self-awareness, self-regulation, empathy, and social skills. Women and men are equal on the fifth factor, self-motivation. Whether women do these things because they've been taught the behaviors and have had a lot of practice at them or because they come naturally really doesn't matter. To win the game of business, you need to capitalize on your high EQ. The areas in which women often aren't quite as skilled as men include knowing where the imaginary boundaries of the workplace playing field are, getting into the game, and understanding the unspoken rules for winning the game. Of all the coaching tips, in, the following are the most difficult for women to incorporate into their corporate skill set. Many of the suggestions are counter to everything we learned growing up. Resist the urge to skip the hard stuff. If you don't play, you can't win.